is the G220 Effect. I am Steve. And I'm Denai. Galatians 2.20 says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And this is the G220 Effect. We believe that this word will help bring transformation in your life by the power of the Holy Spirit in you. Let's get it and let's go. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm ready for the transformation. <laughs> I'm ready. I the, think I think the transformation already began. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> so I should be testifying this of the transformation that's happened in my life. Huh? Hallelujah. Yes. Yeah. Amen. And that brings us to what we're going to be talking about today. Wait, 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 wait. But should I be testifying of what God has done for me? And you know how he's healed me and set me free? Or should I be testifying of what Christ is and who he is to me? I think we should be testifying of Jesus Christ. That's what our testimony should be laced with. And that's what we're going to talk about today. It's so um, interesting that when we talk about our testimony, oh, let me tell you about my testimony. The question is, is your testimony laced with just you, you and what you did and what happened to you and or is it laced with Jesus? Because that is where the power is. He's the one that overcame. He's the one that overcomes. He's the one that will be at the end victorious. So that's who we testify about because when we testify of him, guess who wins? Not just you, everybody else wins because there's power in that name. So no, Am I, I'm not just riding with deny. I'm riding with Jesus. Amen. <laughs> I'm riding with Jesus. And guess what? He ain't my co-pilot. He is the pilot. Amen. <laughs> you know what? They got that sign that say, Jesus is my co-pilot. No, Jesus is the pilot. And it's because he's the pilot. Guess what? I'm going to follow the instructions that the pilot has given. Because you know what? When the plane goes down, guess who knows what's happening? Because he's looking ahead and seeing what's coming. The pilot. So guess what? I'm going to follow the pilot in this sense. It's Jesus. And guess what? Because if Jesus' testimony reigns supreme in your life, that means you believe everything and anything that he can do. Not just what I've seen Steve could do in perseverance and going through, but guess what? The one that helps us not to go through is the one that we should be leaning on, and that's Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So we're just going to dive right into scripture as always. So if you got your Bible, get your Bible out. If you don't and you're driving and you're just listening to us, go ahead. Just listen. You don't have to open your Bible. No, no. <laughs> but it's nice to always have your Bible in front of you so you can go and, and just get used to just reading and feeling those pages and just knowing where things are and meditating on that word day and night so that yeah. everything you do will be great success. So Matthew 16, is where we'll be starting today. Matthew 16 verses 15 through 20. I'll read a few of those. It says, 
He saith unto them, but who say ye that I am? So this is Jesus asking the disciples, who do they say I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, thou art Christ, the son of the living God. I'm going to repeat that. Simon Peter answered and said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee. So flesh and blood hasn't revealed this to you, but my Father, which is in heaven. Ah, So so it's not your flesh that has revealed this to you. And if you haven't listened, we have a podcast on uh, the carnal mind uh, where we talk about carnality. So the flesh versus the spirit. The battle that wages between Oh, yeah. So we have to know the difference. And it's so important. So if you don't have that kind of foundation, then uh, this scripture might not make all that sense. But hopefully it does as we continue to read. But it says that flesh and blood hasn't revealed that to you. So you have not heard this naturally, but you have heard it from my father who's in heaven and God is a spirit. So we know that uh, that is a spiritual thing that has been revealed unto him. So verse 18 says, and I say also unto thee that thou also that sorry i'm going to repeat that (laughs) and i say also unto thee that thou art peter and upon this rock upon this rock i will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it Ooh, i like that piece in there upon this rock Ooh, so we always look at this as he's talking about Peter being the rock. But guess what? A rock is already set in place. And so here's Peter. So if he's saying upon this rock, he's telling Peter upon this rock. He's not saying Peter is the rock. But, you know, because we get this confused and say he's saying Peter is the rock. But listen, listen to the last part of the verse. I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So people think he's building his church on the back of Peter. Why would Christ build his church upon someone else when he is the savior? It's and that that doesn't make sense. And he's the chief cornerstone. Yeah. So (laughs) I'm going to make Peter the rock and I'm just going to be part follower of Peter. (laughs) No. So the, the rock that he's saying is, is it's a foundation on why we believe in Christ. And so I just said that piece that the rock is we our belief in who Jesus is. And if he is, what we say is this next part is going to blow your mind in order to have the keys to the kingdom we have to believe that the king we have to believe in the king and so that just null and void negates who peter really is peter is the one who's testifying that jesus is the christ yes and that that the father is the one who told peter who jesus was and so here it is Peter is not the rock like we sometimes think that Peter is the rock that he's building his church upon, you know. And so this is the deception that I, I believe that we start to hear in the land. And we know the, the I don't want to say who, the, but I'm going to just go ahead and say it. The Catholic Church predicates Peter as being the rock. But here it is how did how in this sentence he's saying to he's talking to Peter. And so how is he talking to Peter and saying you are the rock? <laughs> It doesn't make sense. So here it is. He's setting a precedent. So remember, the word of God is a spiritual book, right? 
So to discern it, you got to be in the spirit to discern what he's actually saying. Yeah, I can read it verbatim and get this understanding that, oh, this is what it means. This is what he's saying. But to understand it truly, you have to read it and know the Holy Spirit to get the real true meaning of what he's saying. Man, that's a lot. Amen. It's, and you said uh, it says here, the rest of that statement is in order to have the keys of the kingdom, we have to believe in the king and build on what is steady like a rock jesus the rock of our salvation which brings reference to psalm 62 and 2 which is he only is my rock and my salvation he is my defense and i shall not be greatly moved and so if he's only is my rock how can peter be my rock or be the rock if Jesus Christ is the only rock and the only way to God is through Jesus, him being our salvation. So that null and voice Peter is being the rock that the church stands on. That rock is Jesus Christ, meaning that we have to believe in Jesus Christ in order to know what the rock is and under to move as the rock say. <laughs> and so as we continue to go in scripture, Let's continue to read. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Then charged he his disciples that they should tell no man that he was Jesus the Christ. Man, man. So here it is. Now we're talking about the testimony of Jesus Christ. And we're talking about when we testify of our savior, we cannot lace it with me because guess what? If I'm going to defeat something or be something, yes, I can do it with my perseverance. I can do it with my willpower, but guess what? It's only going to leave me to be tired. <laughs> but when we trusted in Jesus to do the supernatural, like when he rose from the grave, like when he healed um, the lame man, like when he made the blind see, come on, you can put mud in somebody's eyes and make them heal off your name. No, you can't. <laughs> Jesus can. And so here it is. When we talk about our testimony about how I've been healed from this, I've been delivered from this, I've been set free from this. We have to remember that that testimony is only because of Jesus Christ Amen. came, saw and did what he said he was going to do. Amen. You know, John 1 and 1, I'm reminded, it says, it says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. In verse 14, it says, and the word became flesh and dwelled among us, meaning that Jesus was before. And, you know, and then and then Jesus was before and is who he say he is. He's the living word of God. He's God made flesh in the manifestation of God in the flesh is Jesus Christ. Amen. Man. Amen. And if we that that's the place when we get to understand the testimony of Jesus and how much it means more so than us and more so than the things that we can say, do or feel. Amen. Because we don't want to ever be in our flesh. And this is why I said that's the importance of understanding carnality. That Jesus said, flesh and blood has not revealed that to you, but 
but what with my father who's in heaven has revealed that to you so you have to be spiritually discerning to be able to see yeah, yeah. what is being said here that it's about having that foundation of Jesus Christ as the center of everything because that's where the authority is that's where the power is not in what we can do for ourselves yeah, not yeah. what we did in our own strength um, and then just try to add a little Jesus to it to make it sound spiritual but the whole testimony is just laced in what I did for myself and what I'm going to do for myself and what what I worked hard to do and then just sprinkle a little Jesus in there to make it sound like oh yeah that's that's really spiritual you know but no we have to really see Christ at the center of everything that we do because then that way there's power even in our testimony to bring another person to be set free to to be delivered to be um healed all these things because of that name of jesus and, and you know what it's nothing wrong with your testimony it's nothing wrong of testifying what god has done to someone but guess what it's a good message to someone who's going through the same thing you're going through but what happens when your testimony is slightly different or how you've been healed from cancer and guess what? This person has diabetes or how you this person has, has been heartbroken and you have been uh, uh, um, lied and cheated or stolen from. You know, it's how can these two uh, uh, re, how can they have relationship? And so that's why it's important. How that's, that's why it's so important to be able to relate through Jesus, because guess what? He did the same for all of us. It's nobody that he didn't die for. It's nobody that he did uh, bear sin for. It's nobody he didn't rise from the grave for. It's nobody he 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 didn't ca he didn't cast out demons for, so that we can know that demons can be cast out of us. It's nobody who Jesus didn't do anything for when he was on earth to make sure that we were good, man. And so the question is, who is Jesus Christ? Who is Jesus Christ? We're talking about the man Jesus. We're talking about the testimony of who Jesus really is. You know, the one who defeated death. The one who went to the grave, took the keys to death and hell and said, God, I'm getting up on the third day. Yes, so men can know that the resurrection is for them when they live for Jesus Christ or live according to the will of God and not their own. Amen. And that's why that testimony means so much to us is that it's so important that we understand who is Jesus to us and what did he come to do for us? He came to heal us. He came to set us free. He came to uh, give us this freedom and not have to live by those. I don't know how many other laws that we had to live by that we'll be made free from that. And, and, and that's the most important thing when we start to get when we start to get into the flowing of knowing Jesus and knowing his testimony, we start to remove the things of I, the things that cause us to say what I did, how I did it. Because guess what? Some of the things in this earth you cannot do without Jesus being the center and focal point of your deliverance, your healing, and everything that you need. And so remembering you know, all our podcasts, all our uh, Bible studies, all the things that we do tie in. Remember that because guess what? It's offering Jesus. Jesus unadulterated. But this particular thing, my testimony, don't wage a finger to what Jesus' testimony is. Because Jesus' testimony is for everybody. My testimony is for a selected few. 
where I can reach so many people. But if I got Jesus laced in my testimony, guess what? I can reach everybody. Amen. I can reach everybody with Jesus because guess what? Jesus is the one who sets them free. Jesus is the one that bear their sin. Jesus is the one that bear their hurt. For he said in 1 Peter 5 and 7, cast your cares on me for I care for you. Because this is who Jesus is. I can't say cast your cares on Steve because I care for you. Because guess what? Your cares might be too heavy for me because I got my own. <laughs> so if we're casting our cares on him and then we're allowing him to move, his testimony is what reigns supreme in our life. Man, who is Jesus? What does his testimony mean? And how much more can we imagine the testimony of Jesus over the things of this world that cannot bear what Jesus stood for or cannot speak against what Jesus did? Amen. Man. That's awesome. And it just it just reminds me of the scripture in Revelation. It says, And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength in the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb. So who's Jesus? He's the sacrificial lamb by his blood. <laughs> In the sacrifice of his blood, our sins have been washed away. But anyway, let me get back to this. Uh, him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto death. So we overcame by the blood of the lamb and the word of, our, of their testimony. So that's really powerful. We overcame because we knew who Christ was, right? And this is the stuff that we are always reminding uh, each other and encouraging each other that as the times change, as perilous times come, as the word has said that at, in the end, these things are going to happen. We need to know who Jesus is. We need to know that and have the testimony of Jesus so we can stand firm on what we believe not only did he shed his blood for the remission of our sins but but not just that but now we can stand on his name upon everything that will try to come against us we know that there's authority in that name he's seated at the right hand of the father making intercession for us that none none he wants none to perish but all to come to the knowledge of him uh, and, and and not only that but he said that be of good cheer in this life you have trials you have tribulations but just know i've overcome the world these are all the things that are the testimony of jesus that we need now to stand yeah, yeah. and to stand firm and not be shaken and not be moved For sure. and this is the power of that testimony that we have so when we testify we should have that thing laced in who jesus is and and and, and what he's done for us it's so important when we start to read the word we start to get the spiritual sense of every word that we read. You know, I'm, I'm always reminded the book of Revelation. You know, when you read the first chapter of the book, in the very beginning of it, it says, the revelation of Jesus Christ, meaning the revealing of who Jesus Christ always been from the beginning. Then I'm reminded in Genesis, it said, let us make man in our likeness in our image. So here is the us, Jesus, right? He's a part of that us, you know, the imagery of God that's man man and so here it is the imagery of god that is a man representing us in death and in life meaning that he died and he rose for us 
you know and so the importance of his testimony is that he did something that none of us can do we all gonna die but we're not gonna rise and say i got all power in my hands but jesus did that because guess what we now know who he is through the revealing of who he is i'm reminding the scripture in revelation said he that was he that was dripped in blood you know the vestige he had on was dripped in blood you know and he came with a shield and he came with a sword and so i think that's around chapter 12 in revelation or chapter 13 where it talks about him coming with a sword and him coming with his vestige what it looks like and all those different things and descriptions it's describing him as the savior of all the savior of all who jesus is was and forever will be and we have to be really mindful because I'm, I'm just, I, I just continue to hear this in my spirit that as the times change and, and we come to the end of, of, of what Jesus was saying that towards the end, this is what's going to happen. Uh, as we start to see these signs, as we start to see all these things, we see the deception raising, right? The deception is that it's you who overcomes. It's you. We start to be like God. We start to mimic the one who was kicked out of heaven <laughs> and we start to have those attributes of thinking that we are like God and we lose the sense of no I am because of Christ I am now restored in my relationship with God I I was created by him so all these things are possible through Christ. So when we start to be deceived that we don't, we have no need for Christ. We have no need for, 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 uh, a, a revelation of who he is. Then we are truly in deception and we have to open our eyes and just really see what is our testimony filled with? Am I still testifying of Jesus or is it just laced with again, who I am, what I can do for myself? Because that's through deception that you are told that you are your own God, that science has it figured out. You don't have to need, you have no need for God anymore. You know, you, or you have no need for Jesus. Just go straight to God. You know, Jesus who, you know, God, and then God, which God, who, who you know, <laughs> Jesus came to remind us yeah. that, that he's the way, the yeah. truth and the life. So to get to God, you got to go through Jesus. So these, these are the deceptions that, that are out here that we, we have to be mindful of and when we continue to testify of Jesus, then we know that uh, we are in the right track. And you know what? We always say testimony, right? What is a testimony? It's the testing and proving of who and what something is. And so here's Jesus testing and proving. 33 years he lived. You know, he lived, did miracles. He did all these things. And guess what? He proved who he was through everything he did. And he kept continued to tell people who I am. And guess what? They rejected him. But guess what? When he rose again on the third day, he rose with all power. And then he left again after the great, you know, the, the great commission to go and do all those things. He left again. And then guess what he said to, he's, he's in Acts, it said, now I leave behind thy comforter. You know, he talked about it in the end of John and moving into Acts. The comforter then came, which was the Holy Spirit. And they began to, you know, unify in the spirit. Because this is what Jesus wanted, the, the, the working of his ministry was to unify us in spirit, to restore us back to what God designed for us to be. So this is the testimony of Jesus that God's reconciliation project, that his master plan would be to us to be restored to him. 
that way we testify of him and his goodness and how good he is and how he set us free man it's so amazing so amazing amen amen that is so powerful that that testimony just leads to that proof that he is he who comes to him must believe that he is jesus is the way the truth and the life and yeah. that is the power of that testimony that nothing else is going to be true but him he is the truth he's the truth i love that uh um john the baptist says here's the one that brings grace and truth he is the truth. And if we ever want to know what truth is, it's through knowing Jesus Christ. So that's why the power of that testimony is so important. Um, and above all things that it's so important that we know that in him, there is absolute truth. Um, and there's absolute grace to get to know him, to get to, uh, um, understand him. And so that everything that we do will be just full of him. Mm. Man, and here's Peter. We go back to that Matthew scripture, well, that that uh, Matthew scripture, right? And here's Peter saying, "Art thou the Christ, man, the Son of the Living God?" Man, so Peter testified that Jesus was the Son of the Living God. And so for us, what do we say Jesus is in our life? Is he just a man? Is he just a prophet? Do some say he Elias, like the scriptures say? Do some say he, he's a great minister? Uh, he's a great preacher? Do some say he's just one of the prophets? Or do some, do, or do we say he's savior? What is Jesus' testimony in your life? What is the testimony of Jesus for you? Is he savior? Is he Lord? Or is he just another man doing great things, doing good things, and doing things that looks profitable for those who are with him or is he savior lord creator man amen man amen who is he to you who is he to you and this is the question we all must ponder when we start to testify of who and what god has done for us we have to make sure that god is in the testimony god in the flesh it's in the testimony because without Jesus, there is no testimony. There is no overcoming. Well, we could say, yeah, I overcame cancer because I went through chemo or I, under, I overcame um, 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 diabetes because guess what? I took my medicine and I worked out and, I, and my A1C went down. We can do all that. But guess what? Who will sustain you when you start to go back and getting comfortable? Oh, I've defeated this already. It ain't happening again. Who's going to be the sustainer? You know, the sustainer is Jesus because his testimony gave us eternal life, not gave us 30 more years or gave us 15 more years or gave us five more minutes. His testimony has given us eternal life. Yeah, this body might have to decay and go, but guess what? There is an afterlife waiting for us that's eternal and that I know and I believe and I will see him in the end. And this is where we all should be one day that we're going to see him in the end. Amen. Amen. And so with that, we, 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 as we begin to close, as we begin to speak the words that you need to hear, we, we pray that, that the testimony of Christ is what it is in your life and if you don't know the testament of christ read the gospels 
Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And you began to see who Christ is. And if you really want to know who Christ is, go to Revelation and just read the first five books. And you get to see what Jesus is, who he is, and why he came, and who he really was in the beginning. Don't be that, scared of Revelation. It doesn't bite, I promise. <laughs> and, it ain't, and it ain't dark. It ain't dark as you think. It's the place we want to be when we know Christ. That When you read Revelation, you say, oh yeah, come on, Jesus. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. Ask the Holy Spirit to give you the revelation and insight of what were you telling Apostle John in this book. And he will reveal these things to you that you will be like these that overcame because of the word of their testimony and the blood of the lamb and so this has been the g220 effect <laughs>